Hey fam, welcome to Stronger Together, Closer to God podcast. This is Minister Vernon, and in today's episode, we are continuing our discussion about are there people in the Bible that were caregivers? From friends to lovers, to kisses and cuddles, we are doing it God's way. This This is Stronger stronger Together, together, Closer to God. God. Did you know that in today's family caregivers that 39% are men caregivers and 61% are women caregivers? It's a staggering statistic that came from the AARP family caregiving research about the way that people are taking care of individuals. Most caregivers of adult care for a relative, 89%. Typically, a parent or parent-in-law, 50%. Spouse or partner is 12%. Grandparent or great-parent-in-law, 8%. Or adult child, 6%. Though 10% provide care to a friend or neighbor. And it's very interesting that when in our marriage that we might come into these moments where God might step up and ask us to step in the role as a caregiver. Keep in mind of this thing. A lot of people come and ask me, well, that's nice and all, but where in the Bible are there individuals who were caregivers? And there are plenty of examples. In the next three episodes of our podcast, we're going to explore three individuals who step up in the role of caregiver. Obviously, there will be one that everyone's familiar with, but you might not realize there were two others. And how awesome it was to take on this role and responsibility, despite the setbacks that they were comment from. We're going to emphasize this with Ephesians 6 verses 2 through 3 in the Good News Translation of the Bible, which is also in Exodus 20:12, and also Deuteronomy 5 verse 16, which says, respect your father and mother is the first commandment that has a promise added so that all may go well with you and you may live a long time in the land. And I can't think of a better person who can emphasize this in our first conversation about a person who was a caregiver in the Bible than Joseph. Joseph was one of those individuals in the Old Testament who followed this scripture to the T. See, Joseph loved his father. Of course, he was also overconfident and was just honored to be the favorite son of his father. But when it comes to his 10 older brothers, that was definitely unbearable. To keep hearing from your brother, this is what God has downloaded in me. He sees that I'm going to be doing great things and I'm going to do this, this, and that. It just came so much of a nuisance to these brothers that they decided to plot a plan to kill their brother. But instead of killing them, they put him in a place where he would get later found and sold into slavery. And of course, that journey will lead into different challenges and setbacks for Joseph. And you would think Joseph would be the one one that will kind of say, you know what, forget my brothers and forget my father because he wasn't really searching out for me, even though we know in the Bible that wasn't the case. He moaned and was sad for the loss of his son, and he assumed from the brothers that he was killed. But we find out in scripture how much this scripture of respect your father and mother is so prevalent, especially when Joseph comes back in contact with his brothers later in life, being in a position to be able to do great things. So let's check out these verses and kind of read through them and just analyze them. So let's go to Genesis chapter 45 verses 5 and 7. I'm going to read from the easy to read version of the Bible. It says in verse 5, now don't be worried. 
Don't be angry with yourself for what you did. It was God's plan for me to come here. I am here to save people's lives. So the setback that happened in the brothers putting him in the position that he was in led to him to not only be able to become more mature on this journey, but you also get an opportunity to see that Joseph also learns how to be a blessing for others. And so he's not worried. He's not upset at his brothers anymore. He has forgiven his brothers for the acts they have done. And we see that he continues in verse seven of chapter 45. He says, so God sent me here ahead of you so that I can save your people in this country. Now, this is very interesting. And I'm I'm going to Dr. Tony Evans Bible commentary because I think it does a nominal job of explaining what's going on in these two verses. It says, think about it. Had Joseph gotten his way at any point along this journey, he might have stopped God's plan. Had he not been sold into slavery, he wouldn't have been in Egypt. Had he not been falsely accused in Potiphar's house, he would not have been in jail. Had he not been in jail, he wouldn't have met the Pharaoh's servant. Had the cupbearer remembered him and had him released earlier, he wouldn't have been in a place where he could easily summon to interpret Pharaoh's dream. And any one of the links in this chain were broken, famine would have overtaken the land, killing countless people, including Joseph and the rest of his family. All the promises God had made to Abraham, Isaac, and even Jacob would have not come to existence. And that is so much the powerful reminder of us that as it says in Romans 8:28, all things work together for the good of those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. And Joseph recognized this and Joseph realized this. So we see in chapter 45, verses 9 through 11, he gives this awesome command. And this is where the caregiving piece comes in. Reminder, Joseph was married. So he was married. He was blessed with a land and everything. And now he has the ability to bless his father and his brother and the family. And it says, Joseph said, hurry up and go to my father. Tell him his son Joseph sent this message. God made me governor of Egypt. So come here to me quickly. Don't wait. You can live near me in the land of Goshen. You and your children and your grandchildren and all your animals are welcome here. And I will take care of you during the next five years of hunger. So you and your family will not lose everything that you own. See, the beautiful thing of this was that it is a a promise that God had long ago promised Joseph that they would be able to inherit a large land and be able to increase and be fruitful and multiply. And it's emphasized in these moments. We later see in Genesis 47 verses 11 to 12 that Joseph has an opportunity to talk to Pharaoh about this wonderful experience of reuniting with his family. And it says, Joseph did what Pharaoh said and gave his father and his brother land in Egypt. It was the best land in Egypt. It was the eastern part of the country around Ramesses. Joseph also gave his father, his brother, and all their people food that they needed. See, Joseph had the opportunity that he could have killed his 10 brothers. He could have disowned his father for not searching for him and not trusting what the brothers were saying, but he didn't. Instead, he welcomed him home. 
And this is just a relation that I could understand. I could just imagine there was an experience in my life when I was growing up. My cousins and I were playing in our grandparents' house, playing hide and go seek. And we got into this closet and I could just imagine my siblings or cousins just being funny and just locking that door where we couldn't get out and banging and banging and asking, help, help us, get us out of here, get us out of here. And I could have got out of there fuming with rage and wanting to get revenge and going after them to try to do payback. I had to learn how to forgive. And this is one of the greatest things that Joseph learned in his journey and his stretch of this moment in time of his journey going through. He didn't say, how did I get revenge on my brothers or how do I get revenge on my family? But he switched it. He pivoted. He said, how can I be an asset to the heavenly father? How can I be the blessed blessing for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and be able to fulfill the calling that's been placed before us? See, I believe that Joseph knew, as is stated in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 31 to 32, to do not be bitter or angry or mad. Never shout angrily or say things to hurt others. Never do anything evil. Be kind and loving to each other and forgive each other just as God forgave you in Christ. Why was that so critically important for Joseph to learn this lesson? We see this in Matthew chapter 6 verses 14 through 15, which says, Yes, if you forgive others for their sins, your Father in heaven will also forgive you for your sins. But if you don't forgive others, your Father in heaven will not forgive your sins. See, if Joseph did decide to kill his brothers or punish his brothers and not really pay attention and take care of his father, then that punishment would have came on him. That punishment could have came on the people that he was trying to help save. And that was just something that Joseph said, I serve a God who is mighty and proud and be able to take care of me. I should be able to take care of the people who love me, even though they made a mistake, even though they were wrong. And most importantly, I can go back and honor my father and mother by taking care of my father and making sure he's in a safe place and not struggling. See, I had to learn the same thing about forgiveness with my dad. I felt that in the presence of our interactions with each other that that he was not there all the time. I did not grow up with my dad all my life. I saw him off and on and talked to him on the phone from time to time. So I was upset about that when I was little and had that mistrust at then at that time. I felt that trust was not there, especially as I got older and became adult. And I could tell my dad was like, I'm trying to give him wisdom, but he's not listening to me. But I was trying to tell my dad, I feel like God is telling me to go in this direction. I got to trust our Heavenly Father in this direction. And sometimes I was right. And sometimes I was wrong. And I also learned in the process that where I got my pride from was from my dad. And in all these moments of not being there and not trusting me in pride, I had to learn in this moment of caregiving how to forgive my dad. He did the best he knew how. And that was all right with me. And when I did that, I felt more able and capable of loving and taking care of my dad than I would if I still had that bitterness within me. And so when I read about Joseph as one of these caregivers, I learned that forgiveness is not for the other person. It is for me. It is for you. It is to close the one area of resistance and allow God to fill in the opening to new opportunities waiting for you. 
I learned that no matter how we may be treated by our parents, when we forgive and let go of the hurt and the pain, we might be able to show love and compassion and return to them. And I've learned that you may not be called to be a caregiver, but God may prepare you to be in a position to step in and take care of your loved ones. We're now in a position now where I can be here and take care of my dad 24-7. And it's a blessing because my wife assists me along that journey. And I'm just so grateful of being able to be in a place where my spouse and I can take care of not only my dad. But as we'll talk about next time, we're going to read about another person in the Bible that you're going to take care of sometimes your in-laws. And how does that look? And how does that impact your life? I hope and pray that this is a blessing to you. As husbands and wives, this is still the conversation that you got to have. It's what we're going to do if we are stepped into this role and position. I hope this podcast will help you give you some wisdom and guidance and know that if Joseph can do it, we can do it too. Make sure to visit our new Facebook page at S2C2G Ministry. Subscribe to our website at S2C2Gministry.com where you can find out how to subscribe to the show, learn more about our ministry, and the different coaching and workshop activities we host in the area. And while you're at it, drop us a line and let us know your thoughts about the podcast today. If you found value in this show and would like to partner with us, just click on the Partner tab on our website or go to bit.ly bit.ly backslash partner for marriage. Please tell a friend about the show and until next time, peace and blessings to all of you.